Hello, hello! It's welcome to Silly and Sissy time! We're here again, and it's been a while. I've been on a brief hiatus, but I'm back better than ever! Woo! Yay for Silly and Sissy! Thank you! Welcome to Story Time with Silly and Sissy, where we'll read stories and tell you a lot of fun adventures. Welcome to Silly and Sissy Story Time! Yay! Ah, well, got through the holidays, and now we're back in full force, and I'm going to be reading The Boxcar Children, the number three. We were reading number two, and we just finished two, and then we read all of our Christmas stories, and now we're back with number three, The Yellow House Mystery. I can't wait. But before we read The Boxcar Children... I want to tell you about a story that I found called Hiding Helena. It's a Holocaust story about, yes, Helena, and she was a child in the Holocaust, just about three or four years old, and she, um obviously survived but you can go on hidinghelena.com slash free to, uh, for a screening of it and read more it's a very story that I think parents should let their kids hear she's about 80, 90, I don't know how old but around that now and uh, there's a, a soul a very great story and about everything she went through in her life and how she survived and you see her as a little kid and how she had to be learn to be very quiet and she's a strong woman so Watch that and uh, for some good family uh, history and clean fun. Well, it's not really fun, but it's it's history and family history. So I would recommend it deeply. So check that out. Now, um, I just recently watched it myself and I really, really enjoyed it. I know it sounds weird to say that, but I did. I mean, it doesn't sound weird at all. It's just the kind of thing that you might not... Well, you would enjoy, but it feels weird to say you enjoy something about the Holocaust. But it's true. So, here we go. Well, here we are. The Boxcar Children. The Yellow House Mystery. Chapter 1. Four lively children lived with their grandfather, Alden, in a big house. The children's father and mother had died years before. Their cousin, Joe, lives in the big house, too. He was a grown-up, and his cousins thought he was great fun. First, there was Henry Alden, who was 16 and in high school. Jessie Alden came next. She was in high school, too. Violet was pretty... Violet was very pretty, and 
she was a dark-haired little girl of 12, and Benny was seven. He was the youngest. Benny was on his way home from school one day in the spring. The minute, the minute he went into the house, he heard the telephone ringing. Then he heard Mrs. McGregor, the housekeeper, answering it. It's for you, Benny. It's your cousin, Joe. Benny went to the telephone. Hello, Joe, he said. We're going to, we're going to blast Benny, Joe called over the telephone. The men are almost ready to blast the top of the cave. They say that you children can come over to the island if you stay right with me. You get the others and come along over. Okay, Joe, cried Benny. We'll come just as quickly as we can. He hurried to the hall to tell his brother Henry. For this cave was the one the children had found themselves this summer before. They had crawled into it to see how far they could go without trying they had found some Indian tools in the sand, which Joe said were very wonderful. Now that Grandfather had sent some men to the island to take the top off the cave so that it would be easier to dig the things out. Was that Joe? What did he want? said Henry. He came into the hall. He said the men are going to blast the cave open. Last summer he told us we couldn't, we couldn't come that day. Now he says we can. Then he ran upstairs once. Two steps at a time, calling, Jess, Jess, bye, bye. Well, what's the matter now, Benny, asked Jessie, looking up from her schoolwork. The men are going to blast the cave on Surprise Island. We have to hurry and go over. Who said so, said Jessie. Joe, answered Benny, he just telephoned to me. But we can't go without Grandfather, said Violet softly. Grandfather is just driving into the yard. Hurry and come down the stairs before he puts the car away. Mr. Alden could not understand a word at first, everyone talking at once, but his driver seems to be turning the car around anyway. Mr. Alden was smiling to himself about something. Did Joe call you too, Grandfather? Well, we'll go down to the dock and over to the island in the motorboat. I hope Captain Daniel will have the boat on this side. Joe seems to be in a hurry, and the men won't want us to wait very long. Oh, I hope they won't blast until we get there. I don't think they will. If Joe sent for you, he will wait until you have time to get there, said Mr. Alden, smiling. Of course he will, Grandfather. This is Captain Daniel on the dock already. There's Captain Daniel on the dock already. It was true. Captain Daniel smiled when he saw the four children coming with their grandfather. He liked them all. I'm waiting, he said, and Joe was waiting on the island, and so were the workmen. Joe said they won't blast until you're all there. Good, I'm glad, said Benny, getting into the boat and sitting down. They were they were soon on their way across the water to the island. They were all thinking about that exciting day when they had found the cave. Benny looked at the captain. I don't suppose you remember the Indian things we found in that cave, Captain, he said. Indeed I do, said the captain. You children don't know, didn't know that Mr. Joe dug up the things for a living, but I did. I knew Mr. Joe when he was a little boy. Remember how excited Joe was? He wouldn't even let us dig anymore inside the cave. That was all right, though, Jesse, said Henry. He wanted to get things done. These workmen knew how to dig better than we do. And here we are going to blast the top off the cave, said Benny. There's Joe now. Who in the world is that with him? It's a girl. That's not a girl. That's a lady. Well, anyway, she isn't very old, said Jesse. She's awfully pretty, said Benny, as they came closer. Hello, children. This is Alice Wells. 
She came over to look at the Indian things you found. She knows lots of such things. That must be interesting work, said Jessie. She looked at Alice at once. She had such a beautiful smile. Yes, it is. I feel as if I knew every one of you. This is Benny, I'm sure, said Violet and Henry. And Henry. Joe has told me as much about you all. Benny took Alice's hand. Let's go right off and see that blast. This is going to be a fun for you, Benny. The men are going to let you push the handle to set off the blast. Oh boy, cried Benny. Where's the handle? Joe led the way without a word, past the little yellow house, past the barn where they had lived the summer before, past the beach. There, inside a crowd of workmen, they saw a handle on the ground. Here they are. Are you little boys going to set off the blast? Now you take hold of that handle and push it down as far as you can. Benny did as he was told. From far away down the island came a noise like thunder. Then the children saw a great cloud of smoke and flying rocks. What a noise that was. They all watched the smoke still coming from the cave. Very good, said Joe. Let's go. I suppose nobody can dig in the cave until all those rocks are lifted off, said Henry at last. That's right, said Joe. They'll be talking, taking off rocks for days. Really, there is nothing more to see now. You mean we better go home then, Mr. Alden? He winked at Benny. Well, I don't care too much, said Benny. Anyway, we blasted, and that's more than I expected. You will come over... Many times when we get to digging, we have already taken the shell pile and all the things in it. The museum people were delighted with all the things. You found so many things they had never seen before. That's right. Joe and I are going to try to find out what they all are. I shall be working on them for a year, maybe, and maybe longer. That's good, said Benny. You come up to our house and see us. He was surprised when Joe laughed. At supper that same night, Benny sat thinking. What's the matter, Ben, said Henry. Aren't you going to eat your supper? Oh, yes, said Benny, looking up. I was just thinking. What about? Violet asked gently. Well, I was thinking about Alice, replied Benny. I think Joe likes her. I think that's why he wanted us to go home. Well, laughed Jesse. what of it? Didn't you like her yourself? Oh, yes, cried Benny. I liked her a lot, but that's different. I think Joe's going to marry her. What? shouted Henry. How can you tell? Joe just met her today. Oh, no, he didn't, my boy, said Mr. Alden. Joe and Alice went to school together when they were children. Alice has been away a long time. She just came back to do this work for Joe. Well, I wish Joe would get married, said Jesse. It must be lonesome for him living all alone in the top floor of a little house with lots of children like us and an old man like me, said her grandfather. But I'll tell you something. I watched Joe and Alice today, and I think Benny is right. But don't say a word. Let's see what happens. Yes, let's, said Benny. But you'll see they will get married all right. Then he started to eat his supper. Chapter 2. A wedding! Oh my gosh! Was Benny right? Well, we shall find out tomorrow. Chapter 2. So, go find Hiding Helena. And... In between the next chapter, you can watch Finding Helena, Hiding Helena. You can watch Hiding Helena, and then we'll discuss.
can send me a message. And then more about the boxcar children. All right, we're back and rocking this January near the end. What a fitting almost February Irish first. All right, bye guys. Thanks for listening. And welcome back to Silly and Sissy. Bye, bye, bye. I'm so glad to see you. So glad to see you. You're my friend. You're my friend.